0: high top rocky road in moab utah it's kzmu news i'm justin higginbottom it's monday december 5th cities and counties around the west are incentivizing residents to ditch their lawns in favor of more drought resistant landscaping states like california and nevada are usually thought to be leading this effort but this spring utah will have its own program offering rebates to those who tear up their grass this
1: is the first program that is actually statewide that we know of in the country. So this is a pretty big deal for Utah.
0: That's Michael Sanchez with the State Division of Water Resources. Sanchez says that 60% of residential water is used outdoors, but he says the state has already made progress conserving water.
1: We use 9 billion gallons less compared to last year. And
0: that that is a huge, huge deal. The new $5 million program will give residents up to $1 per square foot of lawn they replace. There's a maximum rebate of $50,000. You have one year to complete your landscaping project after approval sanchez says that what residents replace their lawn with is just as important
1: drought resistant landscaping is really getting plants that will survive and also thrive within our climate a lot of different things like kentucky bluegrass looks amazing but it
0: does its best in kentucky that means potentially more work for people like jeff adams he owns the landscaping company terra sophia in moab we're standing in front of the Moab Arts Center. The city wanted to better utilize stormwater on the property and so reached out to him and his company. That's where I got involved. I was able to design this water harvesting landscape that consists of a series of swales and basins, which those are kind of two somewhat interchangeable words of essentially creating a shallow depression in the landscape where rainwater can temporarily pool up and soak into the soil. and then that. Becomes- when Adams walks around Moab, he sees a lot of good landscaping, stuff that blends in well with our desert environment. But he also sees plenty of yards he doesn't like. There's still way too much turf grass going in, and there's a lot of places that... I would say are doing everything perfectly wrong. Adam says he's seen an increase in demand from residents lately for things like incorporating gray water to water their yards, zero scaping, which is landscaping that reduces the need for watering, and erosion control. My favorite is when they all come together and we design a system that's managing the rainwater, integrating gray water, picking the right plants, organizing them on the land properly. Around 90% of the state is currently in severe drought. It will likely take more than just not watering your lawns to hit a conservation goal, but it's a start and low-hanging fruit. You can find information about Utah's landscaping rebate program at utahwatersavers.com. In Cortez, LGBTQ issues provoke strong opinions from conservative and liberal residents. For Rocky Mountain Community Radio, Clark Adamitis of KSUT and KSJD brings us this profile of one liberal activist in the southern Colorado town. He was recalled from his seat on the school board a year and a half ago.
1: Lance McDaniel was appointed to the Montezuma Cortez School Board in 2018. He wasn't shy about his position on LGBTQ matters. He attended virtual meetings with a rainbow flag behind him. He wore t shirts with slogans. And he served on the board for three years before he was recalled in 2021.
2: For the school. Hi, Angela. <laughs>
1: on a recent walk down Main Street in Cortez, he runs into a friend and is quick to laugh, revealing he's still got a sense of humor.
2: How are you? Are you going for lunch or are you going to work? Going to work. Okay. Yeah, we'll see ya.
1: Lance McDaniel drew criticism for being politically outspoken on social media. But it was his support of an LGBTQ club at Montezuma-Cortez Middle School that likely sparked the most outrage.
2: An older heterosexual white guy can get away with saying stuff that someone that's more marginalized might not be able to. I kind of took it upon myself to be the lightning
1: rod. The Rainbow Club met weekly. One Friday afternoon in 2019, McDaniel delivered pizza to them, and the students nicknamed him the Pizza Fairy. The term Pizza Fairy became a symbol in Cortez. Some people viewed it positively, some negatively.
2: I just felt that a lot of kids, marginalized kids, were getting short shrift. Every student in the Montezuma County has the right to feel safe and feel comfortable Going to school, and I've seen those those rights of the of the children being chipped away at and chipped away at.
1: Vocal members of the community disagreed with him. Cortez residents Melinda Nelson and Deborah McHenry started a petition to recall him, saying McDaniel was a quote poor role model for our children unquote.
2: This thing is really getting them out of hand.
1: Here's audio from a school board meeting in 2020 where board members are reacting to questions being posted on the meeting message board many of which were about the school pizza parties. Guys, leave the pizza parties alone. If you have an issue, then please call and talk to Lance. We are going to be polite, and I do not believe in putting people down. In February 2021, McDaniel was recalled from his seat on the board. Over 4,000 Cortez residents voted, two-thirds in favor of his removal. Since then, LGBTQ issues are still front and center at school board meetings. This past summer, the school district declared lunchtime to be instructional time. Clubs could no longer meet during lunch, and the Rainbow Club was dissolved.
2: The school district is not allowing them a lunch with their peers once a week. It's just a lunch. I mean, you know, it's just 30 or 45 minutes. It's innocent. I don't understand the uproar. I don't understand the need for the school district to to be involved in, in something that goes on at lunch, because lunch is lunch. Being the focus of a very
1: public recall might make some people hide from public scrutiny, but McDaniel is just as passionate and committed as ever.
2: It hasn't changed what I do or how I feel. I have kind of learned that if I lead something or if I say something publicly, it's dismissed by a lot of people as well. That's just that radical, Lance. So I'm trying to support people who are now speaking out more than being the loudmouth in the in the bunch, I guess.
1: And he says he
2: doesn't need to be the only loudmouth anymore. Really, not trying to pat myself on my back. I just took an t- opportunity of what I thought was a void with people speaking up from the left. It's worked. There are more people speaking up now than there have been.
1: Lance McDaniel is still involved in the community. He's on the Cortez City Planning and Zoning Commission, and he's part of a watchdog group that keeps an eye on the school board. For
0: KSUT and KSJD, I'm Clark Adamitis. That story from KSUT and KSJD was shared with us via Rocky Mountain Community Radio, a network of public media stations in Colorado, Wyoming, Utah, and New Mexico, including KZMU. Federal officials are sounding the alarm on dire new predictions of the Colorado River's reservoirs. From KUNC, Luke Runyon has more. Bureau of Reclamation officials say current guidelines to manage the river are not enough to prevent a water shortage catastrophe. They're proposing changes to how water is stored in Lake Powell and Lake Mead to keep their dams generating hydropower. Katrina Grants is an assistant director for the agency.
2: If hydrology continues to be if we continue to have low runoff, there will likely be critically low elevations at Lake Powell and Lake Lake Mead.
0: If this winter is dry, Lake Powell's dam could lose hydropower production as early as this summer. The reservoirs are the nation's largest and provide drinking and irrigation water to tens of millions of people in the southwest. I'm Luke Runyon. The Grand County Commission will meet on Tuesday. Maggie McGuire of the Moab Sun News has a preview of their agenda.
2: At this week's Grand County Commission meeting, there'll be a public hearing on the proposed 2023 budget for the county, as well as assorted general items, including a rededication of the Colorado River footbridge, as introduced by the Historic Preservation Committee, as well as plans to vacate some parts of Willow Springs and Dalton Wells in preparation for the planned Utah Raptor State Park.
0: This agenda preview is produced with our partners at the Moab Sun News. Grand County Commission meetings are held on the first and third Tuesdays of each month at 4 p.m. and streamed live on Grand County's YouTube page. And that's the KZMU News for Monday, December 5th. Get your community power journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.